So I, I literally – so then I go put – you know, go back to my room, grab underwear, go back downstairs. Same thing again. Middle of the night. So you did it twice in the same twice night? Twice in the same night. Oh, my God. Twice in the same night. I sh- I've shit myself more times this year than I have in my entire life outside of being an infant. Oh, my God. That's great. On this episode, Dude and Tyler welcome back Chris for a second straight week as we dive into the complete 1792 lineup while Tyler discusses how he soiled himself yet again. Find out what we think on this episode of The Bourbon Hunters. But before we get started, do you like our podcast? Do you like bourbon gear? Visit our website at www.bourbonhunters.com and check out our bourbon shirts to buy a Bourbon Hunter Kinsey Dram. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, Kick up your feet and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. I am Duke Poole. I'm joined by, and for two weeks in a row now, we've got Christopher Draves. All right, so uh, you're getting you're climbing up that list of recurring uh, guests. I think you're one episode away now, right, from a Bourbon Hunter Kinsey Dram. Oh, like wait. that's the pinnacle. Can't Once wait. you've gotten that, you are in the know. You are in the tippy top the of the A list. <laughs> yes, huh? the tippy top of the A list. That's right. Along with uh, what? Who, who's who's up there? Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Tippy uh-huh. top of the A-list. So, uh, <laughs> Zombieland reference, right? That I messed up last Love week it. with uh, Bill Burr. Anyway, so <laughs> we're doing 1792 this week. Great guy, by the way. He's so <laughs> yeah. a funny guy. Oh, Bill Burr is great. Uh, 1792, we've got a pretty crazy lineup today. Uh, the only thing I think we don't have well, is Are there- you back to the iPad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. I'm I'm professional again. Yeah, <laughs> I took a I took a a little respite. Yeah, <laughs> but now I'm uh, I'm back to being professional. So funny enough, the only thing we don't really have is a small batch. Nice. Um, yeah, we've got five in front of us. We don't need another one. All right. <laughs> so we've Thought got offer. we've got single barrel. I appreciate it. We've got bottled and bond. We've got a foolproof store pick. We've got an aged twelve years, and we've got a sweet wheat. Quite the lineup, I think, from 1792. Um, small batch would just put us over the edge. This is just going to get us at cruising altitude. The feet warm. At cruising altitude, I think, is uh, since, since you're, a little analogy since, there. Since yeah. you're an aviator, I think we're uh, going there. I'm get uh, into space with this. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of aviation, uh, you were talking about golf before this. And uh, see, did you like how I parlayed us in Aviation or golf? <laughs> okay. There's no Shoot connection. for the moon. There's no connection. I was just trying to get us there. So you had a couple stories about golf there. that you wanted to. Uh, well, I get you there every week, Tiger. <laughs> Um, speaking of Tiger, how about that? Is that better? <laughs> a little better, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Right. So, give us a story, Chris. You got some golf stories. Golf stories, yeah. So, um, fun While you're fact, doing that, I'm going to pour. So, oh, who, where are the glasses? Yes. We got. Uh, you have a clean, clean one somewhere. One. Clean yeah. one right here. All right, let's start with clean. Yeah. So before the episode, we were talking about encounters with uh, with golfers here, and we were talking about you know Jack Nicholas a little bit. Um, so, fun fact about me was uh, with a memorial tournament that's hosted here in Columbus. In my college days, Small I used ones. to uh, be one of the volunteers, and uh, my subcommittee of the volunteerism was the courtesy cars. So I would be the guy 
um, let's say a golfer flies into Columbus, you know, obviously they don't live here in Columbus. Yeah. They need a ride. They're coming either from uh, Port Columbus, uh, the the main airport here, or Don Scott, which is the OSU airport. They're on yeah. the northwest with side their of town. private plans. Absolutely, a lot of <laughs> a lot of the big stars there will fly there with their yeah. their net jets. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Ships. Does NetJet um, fly in there? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought they um, flew right into. They do, but they fly into Don Scott as well. It okay. Just depends. That's on one that. of the advantages of their net jets. They can get you anywhere you need to go. Yeah, oh, that's great. Short runways, long runways, don't matter. Yeah. Yes. Look at that. You gotta pay to play. Pay to play. Hey. Have you ever thought about flying private like that? I did. I did. You did think I about don't. it or you did fly? I, I thought about it. Okay, gotcha. Very briefly. Yeah. Not, not my cup of tea. What? Oh, why, really? Why, why is that? Why is that? Ah, so, um, to interrupt your story. Is it yeah, more sure, just sure. an on-call type of thing? or what? A is lot the... of on-call, a lot of long days. Because yeah. um, you, you'll just do little pop-up trips as they come up. You know, some somebody calls up and says, hey, I need a charter jet. I need to go from Columbus to Southern Florida. So there you go. Boom. You're, I live in Columbus. They call me up. They know I'm here. I'm hot, ready, ready to go. Yeah. I show up at the airport one hour later, and uh, here we go. We launch off. We go to South Florida. I drop this guy off, and you think your day's over, but not quite, because now South Florida, they know that's Someone else is there. Somebody else is they there. They need to go to They got some money. They need to go to Denver, New York, <laughs> you know, any of the hot spots around the L.A., maybe. So it's it's like Little Caesars. you got to be hot and ready. Hot and ready, at yeah. Times, ready. At all times. But you have to take the flights? Yes. Could you say, like, hey, no, I'm, I'm going to go home? If you're on call, probably, I If assume. you're on call, yes. If you're feeling the, what we industry term is fatigued, if you're feeling like you're not really up for the flight, you could turn it down. That's is kind of really frowned upon. It's frowned upon. It puts you on a list. It puts you on a list. You're on a list. You're a troublemaker. You're on a trouble. You're you're on a list now. You don't cooperate. But when you know when some A list guy like Bill Murray yeah. calls up and says, tippy "Hey, top of the A list, tippy top, right yeah. there. I need to go from Fort Lauderdale. I need to watch Zombie Land. I need to go to Los Angeles. Yeah. I need you to get me there. And there's only you know four a handful of pilots that can do it. And you call up and say, eh, "I'm not feeling it today." You don't really let Bill Murray down? No. No. I, I mean, honestly. Yeah. A lot of pressure. I would probably drop everything I could to take Bill Murray somewhere. <laughs> right. Just from what I know of Bill Murray of being just this crazy, like, down-to-earth guy who just comes in and helps someone with their dishes after a party. Like, stupid stuff. Have you seen the Bill Murray documentary? Mm, no. So I can't remember what it was called, but I actually saw it on an American flight. And it was uh, it was like Finding Bill Murray or something like that. And um, it was a guy who basically had a lot of uh, it was it was chasing down the rumors of the Bill Murray stories, like interrupting a, a photo session at a wedding, uh, coming into a party, um, helping with their dishes after the party's over, going into a bar at like South by Southwest and, and bartending for a night. That kind of Bill stuff. Bill Murray, really? Yeah, and he's Bar got a ton of those stories. Oh, that's cool. Where he just comes in and just I love becomes down earth yeah, celebrities. But that he seems to be now. Does he do it for just to be funny? Is he just down to earth? Like, is it all of the above? Like, whatever. Yeah. But I love the guy. I've never met him, but I love him. I would love to meet him. And I love the little uh, stickers, you know, you see on the cars of just the the you know him and the the suit or whatever it is that he's wearing. I, I don't know, I'm, but I would drop everything for Bill Murray. Does very classy well? Yeah, uh, comparatively. I would imagine for that mm -hmm. type of thing, they would they would pay well. They if do you have pay to be well. on yeah. on call. And well, it's would it be and, more ideal to be like a single person's private pilot? Absolutely, yeah, because you're flying to all the uh, the glamorous destinations. That's mm -hmm. where these people want to go. 
You're spending you the nights in the, with them. Yeah, exactly. And they're paying for it. Now, would NetJets also go international as well? Absolutely. Yeah, so like cans yeah. and things like that. Oh, yeah. You're going to the Caribbean. You're going to Europe. Yeah. You're going to the French and Riviera. And you're flying the elite of the elite jets, you know? Whoever can afford it. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. paying whoever can afford it. I've only yeah. taken like 20 NetJets in my life. <laughs> just kidding. Small cabin too, right? <laughs> right. I mean, you're just Dude, saying I domestic. Would, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm, I was uh, tippy top of the A list for a minute. <laughs> I would love to take a, a PJ. A PJ? Yep. Private jet? Yep. Yeah. A little PJ? Yeah, a little, little PJ. Little Industry term there. All yeah, right. Yeah, look at that. Spitballing from Although, the Although, like, you know, you hop on like a six seater and you're like fucking. It just doesn't become fun. You know? <laughs> well, that's a propeller engine. I mean, that's not even a private jet well, they, at that point. No, Your yeah. life is I mean, in, uh, some, at stake there. You can, yeah. land, you can land in the ocean they with have, those. They have, um, I think Honda makes a small... They do. Like six-person jet. And the like actual that. fuck is going on here. Yeah. Like, how do you... Like, <laughs> they seriously. moved on from the Accords. No, it's but all this guy. Is, like, no, just, just the information. I just know some You just sit on... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You do know some weird shit. And so I get, never... So, hold but on. I never know that much hey, about it, either. Hey, we have segued like a motherfucker. Get back to your golf story. Yeah. Oh, and now we're back to golf. Wow, we're uh, really... Did really we ever really here. get to golf? I the 10-pound test line here right. on the fishing reel. Tyler Tyler has an effect on the episodes. Wow, so where, where am I going here? So you, were, you had a Tiger Woods story, I think. I do have a Tiger Woods story. Um, we were talking about Jack Nicholas earlier. Yeah, uh, the Tiger yeah. Woods story. We were talking Jack Nicholas in his heyday was was not a very pleasant person to be around. He was kind of you know, larger than life yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. kind of really was bigger than the game of golf, and he didn't really want to be pestered with the right. day-to-days of a golf fan, yeah, right? I'm sure, you like, know, was, was that yeah, a, be a fair way to yeah, put it? Yeah, and I'm sure that to the... I don't want to throw dirt on the guy. No, 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 I have no, no. I'm sure to his friends and family, he was probably a great guy. But there's probably a burden, like you kind of said, of being that famous and that You're well-known and that that popular and that successful that you probably do have some sort of... You just get jaded. Resentment's mm-hmm. probably not the right word, but yeah, jaded's probably the yeah. right word for it. And everything that I've seen now is he's just like loosened up. Yeah. Yeah. Like Tiger, super open, Tiger post-Rona versus pre-Rona, totally different he's guys. Like, he's like a, a dad when the kids leave the house, you know? Like when your kids <laughs> are 18. Freedom, yeah. I can, your yeah. kids are 18, you're like... Okay, now I want to be cool now. <laughs> cool, Dad. <laughs> I remember having this thought whenever he would come to the memorial that I would try to somehow get a hold of him because I'm the same age as him. Hmm. And like either be there and see – because I would always get tickets to the memorial and just go watch a day or two yeah. and, and just kind of say something to him like, hey, Tiger, you want to go hang out and have some beers after – you know. Just something because we're the same age. I I had it in my head that, that, cast, that, cast it that this would actually bites. work. Yeah. Never did, but uh, he always came to the memorial too. No, he, he, was, he oh, was, was the memorial's a great warm up to the U.S. Open. It's, it's so yeah. a it's, lot of it's the like top one talent of the big, comes to that. It's probably one of the biggest non uh, major tournaments. Yeah, right. It's got a huge purse. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, but it it's also like because it's a Nicholas course. It's not, it's not Nicholas and Nicholas's hometown. Yeah, but it's don't also, start me on that. It's also voted one of the best condition courses by. Yeah, the it's a, it's an amazing players. course, it's and I think I think Beautiful the fact that it's not overly hard, but it's the condition of. But it I is think pristine. the reason for that is it's always in May. I think right, it's yeah. the Memorial Weekend or the weekend after or something like that. Now that they moved it, I think. Yeah. Um, weekend after. Fun fact, but by it's the always way. super rainy leading up to it, so it's always plush and just yeah. green. Ah, and it's great. two fun facts then. Um, so it, it's it's interesting they call it the Memorial Tournament because they don't mean to coincide it with Memorial Day. Right. Yeah. That just happens to be the opening for the PGA Tour. That weekend, they just slot it in right there, yeah. and it works great. Um, 
the Memorial Tournament really is kind of paying homage to a, a person who accelerated the game of golf, contributed to it with somebody, you know, from a has-been, right. you know, that right, they right, need right, to right. pay homage to. It just happens to be on it the... It just happens to be on so, Memorial so Day. So back but, to last week, we talked about apricot, apricot. We talked about caramel, caramel. Apricot, ap- yeah. Uh-huh. Homage? Homage? Homage. 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 Which, which is it? What, what do you guys say? I think homage. Homage? I'm a homage guy. See, I, I don't pronounce the I just say homage. Homage. I don't say homage. I don't I don't uh, I, add the Hebrewish the Hebrewish you know uh, thing to it. <laughs> homage. I don't do that. Uh, I just say homage. But there's homage. There's homage. There's homage. There's homage. There's home. I don't think there's homage. That doesn't make sense. So, home, yeah. That would be living homage, at home. Yeah. That's someone who lives at home. Tell your tiger story. Oh, the tiger story. We're t- okay, so yeah, a little preface there with it. We were talking about people in their heyday, in the moment, yeah, kind of being above life, kind of being above the game, uh, their, their element. My story with the uh, with the Curtis Cigars and Memorial Tournament. So I was kind of behind the scenes, behind the ropes with it, and then whenever these guys needed a ride, I would be there amongst other guys, and we were just giving where they need to go. Hey, real so quick my tiger story. How did you sure. get that job? It's complete volunteerism. So you just volu- but like you just reached out and volunteered, or did you yep, know a exactly. guy who no, knew a guy? Or I what? didn't know anybody. Really, I started out in college. Uh, just you know, I, I don't want. I was a college kid. I was broke. I didn't want to pay the hundred thirty dollars, whatever it is, for a, a weekend badge or whatever sure. it is. But so it's, when, when you but, volunteer, so you didn't get paid for it. Though, no, no. But pun- you got access to the tournament. You get a lot of perks. Okay, cool. So Go as ahead. a volunteer, you get a lot pa- uh, parking pass. Um, which is right up front next to where the caddies park yeah. for a memorial tournament. So you get great parking. And you get, um, I think you have to volunteer a total of eight hours, and you get two all-weekend passes, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Damn, and Sunday. If I would have known that, I would have done that. If I would have known that. Oh, it's a, it's a no great idea. little insider track. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, there's, there's a lot of committees you can volunteer for. If you're great with kids, they have like you know a child care program. If you like Now, cooking, wait, hold on. Do they vet you for that? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I was just. <laughs> Tyler didn't oh, even yeah. catch it. He that. didn't even He's, flinch. Tyler's like, huh? It's another comment from dude. I'm just ignoring this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with the uh, the courtesy cars, they, you know, they just run your background. They run your driver's record. You know, they don't want felons. They don't want people that you know have a lot of oh, accidents. Shit. Never and all mind. That. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, cut me off. <laughs> um, anyway, convicted or just like accused? You know. Good question. That's for the lawyers. Yeah, for the lawyers. Would you let the guy I know, but I'm stuff. adding in my we're comedy. We're, talking we're about only Tiger 12 Woods. minutes in. Relax, Tiger. Speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of Tiger. Shooter McGavin here. <laughs> it's a good story, too. It is a good story, and I'm letting him tell it, but I'm also adding in my comedy color. So with the, with, the, with the courtesy cards, you do get a little access behind the ropes, and you get to see these players as they finish their round because you know, they're going to go to the clubhouse, shower, and they're, they're going to go wherever they need to. Do they shower in the clubhouse? Yeah. I'm... I Most of them always I would do. Imagine. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't fucking shower in there. I'd be going to you my hotel room. You spend four hours in the sun. I don't sun. give a shit. I do that. I don't shower at the clubhouse when I golf. Do you, I go home. Do you think like the the you know NFL players and all that like don't shower at the? That's a different story. Unless they're in the they're, playoffs, they don't. That's a different story. They're they're rubbing up against other sweaty people. Like Ugh. I don't know. Like they kind of do they shower they because they hang out airplane. there for another like. Few hours afterwards, is that? And, so, and, and a lot of times they have to. I mean, Who's you're they? spending. 
Golf well, players? Yeah. Look at their tan. I mean, they spent four hours in the sun just no, playing I, I, golf listen, at their own pace. What I'm saying is when I'm done with a round of golf, the last thing I want to do is hop in a shower there. I'd want to go home, get comfortable in my own place, my hotel, I mean, whatever it is. I'm going to drink a glass of bourbon after yes, my round of I would do that as well. Yeah. I'll probably hang out for a whole 19. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but I'm just saying, so I guess if they had to stay there for a couple hours after the, the, the round, then I could see it. Right. But if they, they don't have the to media. stick around, yeah, but if they don't have to stick around, I would be like, I'm going I'm going to my hotel room and just uh, relax. A lot of times they'll go to the range after. Yeah, and okay, to work, yeah. work on some mm-hmm. things that yeah. they felt weren't there for the, the yeah. last round. I, I mean, get that, to, but then why would, the you shower, why would you shower before that? Yeah, millions on the line. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if I'm sucking at you know, my layup shot whoa, or my whoa, whoa, sandwich. Whoa, whoa. Let, let's phrasing. Phrasing. If, if I'm sucking it. If I'm sucking <laughs> it. Sucking at my layup. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um, yeah, I would absolutely want to hit, sure. the, hit the range afterward and work on that. Nice. Seven figures on the line. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to shower before I hit the range again. No, but maybe after. Maybe after. Uh, maybe. You I was might. just wondering. It was it was a legitimate question because I was wondering. I didn't even think about that aspect of things. Yeah. That them hitting the showers in the country club or whatever before yeah. that. Whatever. Anyway, let's talk about what kind of amenities you would imagine. Is well, in I'm that sure shower. they have a ton of amenities. I mean, what, what do you think? Like sure tea tree oil, shampoo. Oh, I mean, oh you mean like what kind of? Yeah. I'm sure they probably tell. <laughs> people what it is they need and, and they probably, probably go find individual showers and everything like that too. well yeah i'm not worried about i don't i'm not envisioning some Especially big big shower scene where there's 20 fucking golfers and they're showering <laughs> in a big open area like porkies or something i'm <laughs> oh actually thinking you know like that it's a, these are nice clubhouses i'm sure they have private showering facilities but i bet you to your point they probably all have their own things that they require to have there for the shower that these country clubs go out and get for them like Tiger Woods probably has a whole basket of things that's specific for his shower compared to Phil Mickelson and whoever else. You know, I, I, I 100% would think that's the case. The uh, perfect head and shoulders formula, <laughs> right? <laughs> you. So, did you ever have to pick anyone up from the airport? Absolutely. As part of this? Absolutely. So, so was Lots Tiger, just right up was to Tiger, Tiger Woods? Yes. Was Tiger Woods one of them? Is that where the story was going? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. Hard no. <laughs> Tiger, when he when he flies in, he has his own personal entourage. So he's got his own he driver. He knows and them. All that stuff yeah, and he, yeah. He, yeah it's enough. very secluded. It's sure. all, all his He thing. probably dri- flies in his drivers. And they probably rent their own uh, Escalades or whatever else, and then take them. Sure. So, what was your story? You had a tiger story, I thought. My yeah, uh, my tiger story. We're you know talking about you know, people in their heyday, kind of just being above the game. Yeah. My anti-tiger story was uh, so I was buying the ropes and I was waiting for these guys to finish in the clubhouse. The most disgusting tiger story I have is I, I've seen this guy. You know, he he walks through and, and he's behind the ropes. He's walking straight to the clubhouse. His head's down because he don't. You, know, he you don't want to make eye be... contact and have to get pulled aside. Absolutely. Sure. So this dad, he reaches his kid out. This is his little you know six year old, seven year old son, and his son is reaching out a ball cap with a you know sharpie attached to the uh, the bill there, and he's saying, "Hey tiger, hey tiger, sign my son's cap." Now Tiger obliges, which is which is good on him, but this is the, the the shitty part. So Tiger, he's walking on his way to the clubhouse. His eyes are focused on the ground. He never looks up. He reaches out of the peripherals of his eyesight, grabs this hat, right, and the sharpie. He signs it, which is cool. But the disgusting thing is, he doesn't hand it back to the kid. He doesn't hand it back to the dad. He chucks it. He just up up in the air. 
He lands in a bush. And the dad yells at him. He's like, are you effing kidding me? That's he just keeps crazy. walking. He just keeps... Now, this is, you know, pre-Tiger now, going through the divorce yeah, situation. Now, I, just, I wonder, like... And again, we don't know their headspace. We don't know the headspace, absolutely. But... But he just chucked I want, it. But he no, just I, signed yeah, it and yeah, chucked and it. And that, uh, again, Never took on his, the surface, head, his eyes up from the on ground. On the surface, shitty. 100% agree. But I wonder, is he thinking, shit, if I sign one, I've got to, I'm going to have to sign 20, so I need to hurry up and well, throw the, and get going? That's the thing. This was the behind the rope. So access. it's only a few people. So there, there was maybe not, not this, this adult and trying this to get kid. His attention. Exactly. Sure. Okay. Right. Yeah. Mm. I Very see that. Yeah. So a little shitty then. I would. I put that on the shitty meter about an 8.5 out of 10. Yeah. That's, that's and then cool. did you see what he he recently did? So there was a uh, um, a girl that was at a uh, a young girl was just at a, a tournament with a sign that was like my bucket list. I just had heart surgery. Like oh. this is my bucket list. And one was like meet Tiger Woods, play Augusta, and then there was I I forget what the other one was. <laughs> Quite but lofty goals someone, there. <laughs> someone got the attention of his caddy who then got the attention of tiger. And this was like on a hole and tiger like took his glove off or something like that, signed it and then walked over to the girl and gave it to him. So that was pretty cool. Absolutely. And this was like, as he was playing, it wasn't like, yeah, you know, you, walking you know off who, or finishing, you know, one of the better people in the middle of a round to watch. And I know he got his, I know he got his, uh, kind of canceled, if you will be before cancel culture happened, but fuzzy Zeller, was one of the coolest people to watch play golf in his heyday. He was always super engaging to the uh, to the audience, to the crowd. He would always do his little, you know, stuff with the with the putter when he made it. But then, you know, then the when Tiger won the Masters and and the year after that, they the the previous winner gets to choose the dinners and he made the comment, yeah. you know, he was trying to be funny, but it was it was insensitive for sure. You know, talking about, I think there was going to be, I think he said hamburgers and, and chicken or something, because I, I think it was more of a cut of him being younger um, than anything else. Um, but I could be wrong. I don't know what. Let's dive into this. What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're 15 minutes in now, 20 minutes in now, and we haven't talked about bourbon. So we've got single barrel 1792 in our glasses right now. Let's nose it. What do you guys think? It was good. Uh, what's the proof on this? this yes. One? Yes. Yes. It There's is. There's a good amount of brown sugar on the nose. 98.6 proof. 49.3% alcohol. I didn't realize that their single barrel was that high. You know, yeah, brown sugar, that's that's a that's a good one. A little like getting a lot of a little burnt sugar maybe. Let's not get carried away. I, I get the brown sugar. But uh, no, I, you're not wrong. Brown, brown sugar, creme brulee, I think that's – those can go hand in hand sometimes. I think that that caramelized like uh, – uh, top to the creme brulee. Absolutely, I think you get that with the with brown sugar a lot of times. Um, no, I I agree with that. What do you guys get on the taste? I'm I will say up front, I'm a pretty big fan of 1792. I don't visit it enough. No. I I, dr I don't drink it very often, but I actually enjoy 1792 when I have it. Especially I, the small batch. You're like. Shit, that's twenty nine dollars. Yeah, and it's better than you think it's going to be. And yeah. and the other thing about uh, about seventeen ninety two, I feel like it's got it's polarizing is probably not the right word, but I feel like it's got its fans. Yeah. 
Mm. And then I feel it's it's got its detractors, people that just don't like it at yeah, all. Yeah, they're like, eh, whatever. But now this is a Buffalo Trace product, correct? Well, it's a Sazerac product. I mean, Sazerac, okay. Yeah, so so it's the same company that owns Buffalo Trace, yes. Um, in fact, now uh, Barton, Barton. Uh, who makes this, actually also makes uh, Early Times, mm. uh, Bought It and Bond, and regular Early Times. And so if you you can't do any tours anymore at Barton. Um, but they have like an early times bar out in front of the place, and uh, you can go get some stuff there. And um, they also do the the cream, the chocolate yeah. cream. Barnes was just it wasn't very inviting. It was just different. I think it was one of those places that was around before the whole bourbon trail thing really exploded. Yeah, and, and so they just kind of retrofitted it at a gift shop that was already like the grounds there aren't very inviting, like Buffalo Trace, yeah. for example. You're right about that, or Heaven Hill Experience, or yeah. there's no there's yeah. no real formal like visitor center type sure. thing. Even though there is, it just doesn't feel like that. It doesn't have that same inviting feel. So that I think that's a great uh, comment. However, when they were doing their tours, we did go there for a tour, and uh, it was pretty good. We were all pretty damn hungover. That was the night you, me, and Jeff went to that steakhouse the night yep. before. And the next morning before we went to the Bardstown Library, we went there, and we were all looking at each other like, Ooh. who's drinking first? <laughs> who's drinking <laughs> first? Because we were all pretty toasty the night before. We did our bottle kill episode that we do every, every uh, bourbon trip. So... Um, but I thought their I thought their tasting. We didn't do a tour. We did the tasting, and I thought their tasting was pretty good. Um, I ended up getting. What did we get there? Was it a foolproof that was available that day? Mm-hmm. I think that's what I got, and I got yes. their their chocolate cream or whatever it was um, that they say to add to uh, uh, frosty. Ooh. They said pour it over a frosty, and it's amazing. Hmm. But it's almost like bourbon cream, but it's their chocolate version of that. I've got Ooh. a bottle of it back in the back. You had some of it. What are you saying to ooh about? Like you, you I, I just didn't. I just didn't put two and you two didn't together. Pay the because you were hungover. Yes, I was. Rough. Key <laughs> point there. Yeah, yes, we were like, all uh, hungover, but I was paying attention. They said, and it's the reason why I bought it. My wife loves frosties. I was thinking, oh, this would be a cool thing to add to a frosty. They also said you could add it to coffee with some creamer and stuff too. But, um, but it's a chocolate kind of like it's almost like a chocolate bourbon. Cream. Their version you know, of Bailey's. Yeah. You know when, uh, or well, or their version of like bourbon cream, but it was chocolate flavored. So. When we got to the hospital for the birth of our son, Jillian was like, well, the second just... that my you know Theo is out, I want Wendy's. Because that's what they have in the basement yeah, of yeah. that hospital. And so, sure shit, like I went down there and she's like, I'm what did she craving have? a Frosty. A Frosty. Yeah, she's like, With I'm craving. Yep. Oh, yeah, she wants fries. Fries. Yep, she wants... She's like, I want a you large have, fry. You should have thrown a, in a some Dave of that. Uh, you should have told me I would have brought fry. the Bartons... Uh, Chocolate uh, liquor. I, I mean, so I thought about it because last year I had Brett bring me some I, sample bottles while I was in the hospital. Oh, that's right. And I thought about it, and I was like, oh, I don't have, to, I don't have any. I need, I would need to go to dudes to get some sample bottles, and I just, I could have, have brought time. you some stuff. You should have told I me. I know, but I would have come down there. I know, I know, but who cares? You were there for. You ended up being there for like two days, right? Three, like three days. Now, private question, but I'm going to ask anyway. Does she breastfeed? Yeah. So you no drinking then? Okay. Well, you can just pump and dump. Pump and then what? What's the? Uh, That's new to me. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So, so like, if you are going to pump and dump, and then you want to drink, what's the period of time that you need to wait before you drink and then breastfeed or pump um, again? That I have no idea. Okay. That I have no idea. So I assume there was some sort of 
Yeah. But time. we can also, we can also, like, she's saved milk as well. Yeah, yeah. So she can, like, bottle feed for one or two. Right. You know, Pump it, put it in the freezer, in the wherever freezer. you put it, yeah. and, then, and then get it out. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant by, like, the next time you want to either feed from the breast or, or pump, like, I, that's what I wanted to know, how long you had to wait from that's drinking. That's a good question. That's a good question. We should look that up. Let's, Some, uh, there should let's, be some resource on that somewhere. Let's rate this or, you know, give our thoughts on the taste as you finished. Yeah. So last week, uh, Chris, you were here while he's looking this up. It was the week of St. Patty's Day. Uh, what did you end up doing on St. Patrick's Day? Uh, you yes. had that English cap last time, so I yeah, to- English cap last time. You know, just kind of celebrating, getting uh, in the mood. Oh, uh, to piggyback there on the uh, the weeders that we were doing, we were doing the Maker's Mark, and uh, I actually cracked open the, the the Pappy Ten for the first time. You've I've got never a Pappy Ten? I do have a Pappy you Ten. Son of a bitch! Oh, I can bring it. That. I can bring it over. Now that's the, the that's the technically the entry not level. Te- yeah, technically not Pappy Pappy. Right. 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 So it's the. Rip Van Winkle, right? The Rip, yeah, oh. yep, the old Rip Van Winkle. Yeah. So, uh, how? What did you think of that? Balanced, smooth. Yeah. Okay. All the weeded, you know, everything. Yeah. Everything have, have you read Pappyland? No. What's oh, that? you need to read that book. It's a book. Uh, an ESPN writer did a story about the whole Pappy Julian Van Winkle thing, um, basically chronicling his relationship with Julian Van Winkle. So it's actually a very personal book uh chronicling his relationship as it built with uh, julian van winkle but also talking about the history of pappy as it pertained to stitzel weller and Mm -hmm. what happened when diageo came in and and all the way up to the point where buffalo trace uh started doing the uh, uh, distillation for pappy um, so it's a really, really good book. I highly recommend it. Um, okay. I can't remember that it's Wright Thompson Wright. I think's his name, or Wright Thompson, one or the other. I'm sure. I'm getting it possibly confused, but anyway, it's a great book. I've actually reached out to him to try to get him on the show, and he has not responded. But uh, um, <laughs> but I would love to have him on. I mean, it, it's an amazing book. Um, he throws in a little bit of politics at the end that I'm just like, what? Well, that wasn't necessary for the book, but. At the end, I mean, it's a good book. It's a it's a good okay. read. Kind of um, give you the history behind why the name is what it is. Well, not necessarily, but kind of. It's more about the history of Julian Van Winkle, who is great or the grandson of Pappy, and what they had to go through from the time when when they when Julian's father, Pappy's son, sold to Diageo. And then trying to kind of uh, keep the brand going and fighting through that. And then just, but there's a lot of like stuff that he chronicles while he's writing the book Mm -hmm. about, you know, some of the things that Julian had to go through and stuff like that. It's just, it's hard to explain, but it's a really well-written book. And it's, and it's written from a point of view that I would have never, ever expected or thought of myself. And that's what makes it, I think, really, really brilliant as a book is uh, you're you're looking at the history of of Pappy, but you're also looking into the current life of Julian and the writer of the book, okay, and their friendship as it as it's growing, and you learn a little bit about the writer of the book that that's not why you're reading it, but you do, and you start to get invo- invested in it and stuff. It's it's a really good it's a really good uh, book. That's all I can say. I would give it a four out of five. Book wise, and it's yeah. definitely if you're into like nonfiction y type stuff, it's a good read. Very insightful. Okay. Yeah. 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 
Uh, let's go into the bottled and bond here. So we've got. So we, I got no great answer on pumping and dumping, but <laughs> there is. <laughs> what about? It's, it's basically how, however fast your body typically metabolizes, metabolizes the alcohol. So, so if you know, couple drinks, couple hours, type of yeah. thing. Okay. I'll let you guys pour your own. This is the uh, Bottled and Bond 1792. So obviously 100 proof, at least four years old. Mm -hmm. um, we had the single barrel before this, and this was just a shelfer single barrel. This was not a store pick single barrel uh, that we did. The uh, Bottled and Bond, if I remember correctly, is probably one of my least favorites of the 1792. Um, I think you would be... We did these um, way back when. This is one of our very first episodes where we did this, and I yeah. think you found this really good. As a listener, it was a summer series, wasn't it? Maybe. We, and I'm, we, I'm we've so, done this before. I'm not going to say that it moved, but I'm pretty excited that you just said as a listener. Oh, yeah. Have, great show. So so uh, how many episodes have you listened to, would you, if you had to guess? I'm not, not to put you on the spot. Uh, just short of a dozen. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that qualifies as a listener. I'll take that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna razz you for that. Even though we've we've now put up 155 episodes, yeah. but whatever. That's fine. Oh, oh, that's quite a low percentage. But, but 12, I should I should pull my numbers is, up. Twelve Those are fine. rookie I mean, numbers. Less than ten percent is fine. I'll take it. You know. He's listened to twelve more than I have. <laughs> You've listened. That's eleven more than you have. You listened to the one. I did listen to where the one. we where we were trying to fuck with you and tell all of our listeners to give a shitty review of Tyler while still giving us five five stars. Sure. And that's the one episode he listens to. We were trying to play a joke on him. He goes he goes to a bachelor party in Michigan, ends up getting into a golf cart accident, getting the jerky legs, all that stuff. And on the way home, he listens to the one episode where we try to play a trick on him. Like it's almost like the 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 universe was telling yeah. him, "Hey, you should listen you should, to this episode." Yeah, just tune in. Like seriously, like the one episode we tell everyone to come in, give us five stars, but rip on Tyler, and the best the best ripping of Tyler got a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> Nice. And uh, that was the only one he listened to, so it was no surprise to him. We were going to surprise him with reading them, reading some of the, look at these reviews, <laughs> and, and like reading them to him, but he had already heard the damn episode, so it was... Uh, the nose on this is a little muted. It's the same profile? I mean, I feel like they're all going to be very similar in profile, yeah. but yeah, I agree with that. It is muted. Um, I get a little bit of the caramel... Or brown sugar, maybe. I'm not sure. The brown sugar, yes. Um, I'd say it's probably more brown sugar, yeah, than the caramel. Yes. Little nutmeg, but, maybe. But you're right. It is muted. Yeah, nutmeg's not a bad not a bad call. I'm going to dive into this, though, since we've been talking for uh, 32 minutes already, and we're only on our second one. Ooh, I like that much better than the single barrel. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so the single barrel kind of had a. I didn't get to comment on this. Had a quick finish, almost like if you're yeah, drinking a pilsner kind of beer. It, it died off quick, and it had a. It had like a bite, which was unusual for the proof. Mm -hmm. it, it's almost like a, a little ethanol-y, and then again like a dry finish that sure. dude, that dude dislikes. This lasted a little bit. No, Go this back is, to the nose on this. This is more of a, a rounder profile. Yeah. Any anything stand out there? Now that I've had a sip, sure. Some of the you know, it's I'm still getting like a, a lot of brown sugar. Yeah, still a lot of brown lot sugar. Of 
I'm like pulling a banana. Yeah, when I revisited like the nose after you foster. said perfect, I definitely perfect got some way. banana yeah. and I got the brown sugar on on the revisit. Yes, the initial one, you no, like you said, it was that's very. That's interesting muted. how the revisit changes yes. too. It does for me. I think it's almost like your taste buds open up your nose somehow. Or or open it up to more suggest. It's almost like suggesting things to your nose, in my opinion. But that happens all the time. He, he I will say, the one thing that Tyler does really well is calls out the revisit to the nose. Yeah. So okay. like you know, Brett and I will will do the nose, then we'll start tasting it, and we don't go back to the nose again. When Tyler's on, he will. What am I? <laughs> which is like every every fifth episode. Yeah. Um, even though he's a founding member of the the bourbon hunters uh, so uh that's the one thing i will say that i really love that you remind me to do is that you'll taste it and then revisit the nose and then and sometimes sometimes it brings out a whole new you know nosing or or flavor sometimes too so uh there's a what are you getting on the palate that's Chris tough and i were talking it lingers a lot more than the single barrel. I thought so too. And it's only like 1.4 proof more. Exactly. And the bite is not as high in this as the single barrel. Might I be. thought the single barrel tasted hotter. Is that what yeah. you mean? Yeah, yeah. I for, agree with for that. Being yeah. 99, what was that? What was 98 that? point yeah. something, I think, or 99 point something. It was uh, 98.6 proof. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I 100% agree with that. This has a nice long finish and I get it in the chest, but it's not like a it's not as hot tasting. Oh, for sure. As the single barrel that we had. That's good. I like that. The bottom of the bond. Yeah. For for whatever reason I don't remember it being as uh I thought it was almost bottom of the barrel for us last time we tried it, but this is actually better than the single barrel in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um now neither of these two stand out as like amazing amazing like, yeah, yeah 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 you need to go buy this right now but if you have a bot if you see a bottle in bond i would definitely pick it up and here's the thing like 1792 is a good they're they're not overpriced no now maybe when you get to their other things yeah. like the sweet yes, wheat and the age 12 years right but but like i remember there's the story of me finding the foolproof in st louis at my son's volleyball tournament we were there for uh i went to this just hole in the wall liquor store they had no idea what they had. I go ahead and uh, they had a foolproof sitting next to a regular small batch 1792. And they had it priced the same. Yeah. They had no idea what they had. And so I got a foolproof for the price of a small batch. And I told them, I was like, listen, this is not the right price. And he went and goes to talk to the, to the boss. And he's like, well, this is what it comes up as. So I was like, okay. I said, I, I tried to, <laughs> to pay you full here. price. I said, just know that this should be more expensive than that. Yeah. And they, <laughs> they had no idea. They had no idea what they had. Sure. It was just a complete hole in the wall liquor store. And it was over by the baseball stadium in St. Louis. Um, it was not a place that you would walk into and think, oh, this is a nice liquor store. It was a hole in the wall. Sure. I mean, it was it was not good, but uh, it was good in the sense that I was able to get a full proof for the price of a small batch. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd say this bottled and bond surprises me. It's a little sure. better than I thought it was going to be uh, from my memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but a hundred proof, it tastes less hot than the single barrel, which is less proof, which is surprising. That's ninety eight point six proof. Um, to me. 
I like this better than the the single barrel. Sure. I think. Yeah. Um, but like you said, I, I don't. This isn't something I'm going to tell people to run out and grab. But it's good. Sure. And what if else? If you can find it, I haven't really. Yeah. Find this well, we see small batch here a lot. Yeah. Sure. But outside of small batch, I don't think we see so, much of anything here. Whenever I go to Michigan or a couple other states, foolproof and occasionally the single barrel or bottle and bond pop up. Yeah. Um, I've got three foolproofs. One of them was a, a store pick, and the other two I got from the distillery. Yeah. So they nice. we just happened to be there on the day that they had a foolproof. So I, I think with any of those, I mean, let's we'll dive into the foolproof, but I, I would say that whenever I've had foolproof, I'm like, those three are buys, especially at the, the price. The price, like, yeah, you, for you sure. The value, that, you know, yeah, well, for 50, sure. Fifty nine ninety nine yeah. typically yeah. for a foolproof store pick. I don't know that I'll pick. have like... Unless you get it in St. Louis, and then it's like $30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... I don't, you know, am I hunting for them? Probably not. But no, but if you see them, if you, know, you see them on the on the floor, sure. absolutely, a, it's a grab. Yeah, yeah, it's a grab. Absolutely. But the the and I think I'm speaking ahead of, but the sweet wheat in the age 12 years, if you can get them MSRP, I think then they're a buy. But the problem is, is they are skyrocketing. I wouldn't say skyrocketing, but they're they're way overpriced from the secondary. For the market. secondary, they're yeah. not priced at what I feel like is a good value for what they should be um, secondary wise um, now that's true of a lot of things but I just it don't be said for a lot of bourbons these yeah days, it is uh, but I just feel like those are a little more for as little as they're talked about the price of those just don't add up uh, to me but that's just me so let's finish off this bottled and bonded did you guys finish that yeah yes. okay let's dive into we've got the... foolproof and this is a store pick foolproof um it just says single barrel select. I don't know what it says on the actual label here. I don't remember where I even got this, to be honest. Um, it says star wine and spirits, I think. I don't have readers on, and I refuse to buy readers. So you tell me. Star wine and spirits, yeah. Yes. Still don't need readers. Good to go. That was, it was honestly a very tough read. You definitely need <laughs> uh, to turn some of your bottles. I know. Every one of these were stuck. But I think that was due to my leak in my ceiling because it dripped down on a lot. Uh, don't, yeah, don't get me started on that. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to look. Some of my shelves in there have water damage that I think I can undo with the oil. Here, Chris. But we'll see. Um, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm sure you'll, you've had a, a couple of leaks. He had a. Oh, boy. He, uh, he's having the exact same issue I had. Oh, boy. Don't his get came me from His came from his uh, top floor laundry room. Oh, wow. Right, yeah, I can't have uh, a top floor laundry room. So, by the way, when you're buying something, buying a house, buying property, it's it's great for convenience value to have the uh, wash and dryer there on the on the living floor. Yeah. But boy, if something goes wrong, sure. it goes wrong do you quick. Have a catch pan on your? I do now. Yeah, I didn't before. That should just be <laughs> anytime you put a second floor laundry room, and that should just be it should be required by law that they have a catch pan underneath of that area. Or at least a floor drain. Right, or yeah. a floor drain or something, so that if you start to get a leak, it just immediately goes to a drain, and the damage is minimal. Right. Is, Agreed, 100%. Um, I do too, by the do way. You, do you, I've got two of them. What's the flooring underneath that washer and dryer? So it was, uh, when I bought the uh, the unit, uh, it was just cheap 
luxury linoleum. vinyl plank linoleum. Yeah. That's yeah. what I have. It was, yeah. it was linoleum. Mine's still. Then linoleum. you have the Luan, and then you have your subfloor. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's no drainage there, so if anything were to happen to that washer, Just, whether it leaks out from the filter or from the, it uh, the finds drain pipe, cracks and gets underneath it. It yeah. finds things yeah. and it spreads, and it just depends on the grade of your your house. Yeah. Sure. Uh, well, you know. So in my instance, uh, it, it grades backwards. So behind the laundry room is a full bathroom. Yeah. You know, tub, toilet, sink, all that. And behind that is a uh, is a it's a bedroom. It because of the slope of the unit, uh it, it drained all the way back to the bathroom and beyond that to the closet of the bedroom. Now did wow. your ceiling collapse below it as well? Yes it did. Yeah, mine mm-hmm. did too, yeah. So it's just the weight of the water because right. I have one of those smart sensor washing machines where it just keeps continuously pumping water in until like it senses the load of the closet. So if the, if it never got there, it just it keeps pumping water. It keeps pumping oh, correct. Shit. So Damn. yeah, so that my sucks. washing machine unit just continuously pumped water. Where was the leak? Uh, two places actually, which is the kind of the devil's advocate, not the advocate, but you know, right, devil the, in the, the details problem. here. Yeah, 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 the problem. So I had a, I had a small puncture hole in uh, the drain pipe, as well as um. So I, I read somewhere that you need to clean out the filter in a washing machine. Yeah, yeah. I have to now, clean mine every. So side, every, I didn't side, know because so we have dogs. Those. I didn't know. So yeah. side side note on that: when you have um, dogs, you of, have to do it more often. One of my wife's clients owns a business. Um, uh, where she cleans appliances. Mm-hmm. So she's done ours before, and it's it's fucking nuts how much you should actually clean them. Like you actually kind of the maintenance well, side of it. Yeah. But, but here's you the thing never about would think that on a washer and dryer. No, I mean, no, you, you kind of would. So but. mine is our Samsung, and we have a uh, there's a filter in the bottom left of it. Correct on and, the front side of it. Yep. And if you like, it'll give you an error message on ours anyway yeah. that that tells you, hey, we're not. I'm not going to work anymore until you clean out this filter. And mm-hmm. when you clean it out, holy shit! But there's Bobby the amount of hair gone. Well, yeah. for because we have two dogs that are yeah. both long haired dogs, like labs. But there's other the amount stuff of, in there that you have to like rip out and and pull back and clean because of all the mold for the water. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. The, all so the hard there's a trick deposits, to that. that. We use a monthly cleaning tablet. Yeah. And they tell you if you have a front loading washer to not shut it when it's not in use. Leave it yes. leave it cracked leave it open. open yeah. yeah. So you leave it cracked open and you put a once a month tablet in there and it helps reduce that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I have it on my calendar on my phone that tells me once a month put in that so, tablet. So you're out. going through the the same issue with that. Same issue, yeah. So um, Yeah, he and I both live in the same condo community, so we're both dealing with the same insurance stuff and everything uh, else. Do you have any update on that? That's what I, I do, I do. And in fact, it's a he, just, he confirmed it with me, which a lot better news than I originally expected. Um, short story long. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I got an estimate from my contractor, $30,000. It included some things above and beyond that were more preventative type things to keep this from happening Which again. makes a lot of sense. It does, it yeah. does. I agree. And I was willing just to pay for that out of pocket if I have to. Um, but the insurance companies are going to say, no, we're not paying for preventative stuff. We're paying for the damage caused by the actual leak, which is yes. understandable. I get it, but it's stupid. It's short-sighted, whatever. Uh, I'll leave that for another discussion. Very another, uh, another side note on that. My, my mom works for an insurance company doing more of the accounting stuff. Mm-hmm. And she said, um, it never made sense to me, tree removal – they won't pay for that. They would. They would rather wait for the tree to fall in your house and fix your house than to remove. Well, the because trees. well, here's the thing. 
how many people are going to have the tree fall on their house versus yeah. how many people, if they know they can get it covered yeah. under insurance, would have the tree removed ahead of time. Yeah. So the, it's, a, it's a numbers game for them, sure. for sure. Actuaries, for sure. yeah, right. they're all involved. And in so the, the same thing is going to be true of what I'm about to say. So basically... My insurance said, no, we're not going to cover any of that plumbing updates to, to keep this from happening again in the future. We're going to wait another 10 years for it to happen again, basically, and then pay you out another $20,000 potentially. So and my you're like, look, this is already right. No, no, no. I, terrible math. Trust. Hey, he's trying to be like, he's here. trying to be the good guy here and right. save and these save guys them a lot from, of money. Yes, exactly. A lot of money. Five and that's, digits. And that's just my mindset. But so, so an extra $2,500 would keep this from happening again. So my insurance quoted me tw- so so did I say my contractor said $30,000 yeah. for the okay so my insurance came back and said no we we don't think that we're going to cover the the uh uh plumbing but $27,000 we agree total loss $27,000 to fix everything that you had damage done to and I'm like okay understandable I'll pay the rest out of pocket to get the plumbing updated whatever then because we're in a condo the condo insurance is the master carrier. And so my insurance only has to really cover the deductible, which is $5,000 for for, from our condo master carrier, yeah. um, of which I have a $500 deductible. So really they only cover $4,500. And then I cover $500. And then everything above that $5,000 is covered by the master carrier. Mine was double. You had a $1,000 deductible? Yep. Well, but that's not bad. for Considering the house, that, that's not bad. The value, um, sure. So that being said, the HOA came in with their own adjuster, their their own estimator or whatever whatever you want to call it, inspector, and he came back with a $17,000. So $10,000 under. Technically, it's only $5,000 under because they deducted the $5,000 deductible out of that. So technically, it was $22,000, but still $5,000 under what my insurance, my personal insurance inspection came up with as an estimate that being said again i called around and i was like okay what the you know what's going on here so they sent me a check for that seventeen thousand dollars and then i found out that i guess that's the check for what they consider to be the minimum amount they would pay out the minimum amount Mm, so it's like get started let's get started Mm -hmm. if you choose to not fix any of this here's seventeen thousand dollars but if you choose to get this fixed and it goes over technically 22,000 because of my $5,000 deductible, Mm -hmm. we will pay the difference for anything above that $22,000. I didn't know that. So when I first got the check, I was like, what the fuck is this? This is $10,000 under my estimate. Yeah. And then I had to, uh, you remember, okay, $5,000 deductible. So it's still $22,000, still $5,000 under my estimate from my insurance. And so I talked to my insurance. They're like, no, this is pretty common. They're going to give you the minimum amount on a check. And then anything above that, they will, reimburse as you need. And I was like, okay, cool. All right. So when do you get started? I don't know. I've been calling my contractor and he's been so busy. He hasn't gotten back to me yet. So I need to keep bugging. Contracts, by the way, yeah, they're right so now, busy and they're so inflated in values, by the way. Let's Ooh. dive into this foolproof real quick. What do you guys get on the nose? I think it's pretty much the same nose as I've been getting on the last two. You know, this is a little this more matches banana, the bottle and bond. Similar. Yeah, very yeah. similar. A little bit more banana, I feel like, in this one. Um, mm, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Hmm. I've got some pizza waiting up for me upstairs. Trina just picked it up. She just got home. So we need, to wrap, this. We need to wrap this up in like 10 minutes. 
You fucking <laughs> bullshit. You said you had to finish early. I am anyway. too, but just yeah, all right. Seventeen ninety two. That's good stuff. Guy. What I'm gonna say though is the dragon on this one. Yeah, it's there. Is it really? Okay, I, think so. I haven't taken my uh, sip yet. Yeah, take a drink. Right. I think the dragon. So I'm, no, I'm done with the nose. Chris, you're the one who brought up the dragon. The yes, that. I yeah. like that dragon term. Fruit? I love no, it. No, dragon is in. It dragon comes back up. Yes, that exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you'll, that. you'll take your drink and then just you know whatever someone, you feel. And then in someone your... drags their nuts across your face. Yeah, dragon. No. Yep. But no, honestly, I you take the drink and then it comes just, back yeah. up a little bit. It's I almost. I typically fucking hate that. I don't think you like it either. I don't think anyone technically like it. You Some people I, call it the second taste. Hmm? You know, like that you know second what is a surefire bottle that is that every single time. Old Forester foolproof. Their barrel strength. Oh sorry. yeah, because that's not technically, in my opinion, and Jackie's I can used to say they only did their barrel strength because of the the uh, consumer request. However, she was like, "Listen, our our uh, bourbon tastes be- best at a hundred proof." Old, Old Forester barrel strength wow. happens every fucking time. I'm like, I'm like, Ugh. do you like this? I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Herbie, what's Are you getting wow. any of the dragon at all? I'm getting a lot of dragon. So yeah, when I talk like about this dragon, I like this dragon. Okay. So when I talk about the full experience, I really like the elongated kind of, you know, experience. The finish. The finish the, yeah. yeah. This is a much different taste profile, I feel like. I felt like the nose was very similar to the bottled and bomb, yeah. but I do feel like the taste profile comes off stronger. It is foolproof, so it should be. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't. The dragon's re- not overpowering. It's not going to give you acid no, reflux. No, it's not. It's kind of a, kind of a yeah. subtle. That's what I get with the old forester, and I fucking. Did you it. realize what the proof is on these foolproofs? I didn't even realize. No, it's one twenty-five. I didn't realize. That's it was not, that's, yeah, I didn't know. Uh, that's I was thinking it was like one fifteen, yeah. but it's actually one twenty-five. That's a heavy weight class. Yeah, it is. It and it, it tastes like every twenty-five for sure. I think the essentially, I'm not a foolproof guy. Like I don't really oh, yeah. like those punch above your weight class, in your face cowboy whiskeys. Like I mentioned last, what would last you say week. that your your from a foolproof perspective? What would you say that your threshold is? Typically, you know, there's exceptions always, but like, so I'm a big bottled and bond guy. I love the hundred proof mark, hundred seven, one to one hundred. That's a great mark, yeah. Love those. If I'm punching above that, uh, the Weller full proof, one twelve, one fifteen, yeah, right in that 12, range somewhere. 15, yeah, I don't really like above. So you like the makers? Those the, are all one ten. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the four roses that I've had in those the are teams. all around the one eleven, one fifteen. I like those more than the ones that I've but had now, in the 120s. We're yeah. distinctly talking drinking neat. Now, yeah. there's a whole world to sure, it where sure, if you add sure. one ice cube or just you know, a high dropper of water yeah. to change those. And that's a, you know, a whole profile, a whole yeah. different experience and, well, to talk about. Well, two episodes ago, uh, Brett and I had uh, – what were we drinking? I don't even remember now. Shit, it's been a few weeks ago. But mm-hmm. we had something, uh, and we just added just a splash of water to it. And it immediately changed it, and it yeah. was ridiculously different. It was um, what shit? What what's the one that's out right now? The episode that's out right now. I know you listen, Tyler. You should know what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, uh, it it was amazing just what that little added water did to. I and had it was a, just a small. I had splash. the old Forester nineteen twenty Prohibition edition. And, uh, I love that neat, by the way. You, okay, you don't, so, need to, you don't need to splash anything in that one. Okay, yeah, diff- differing profiles <laughs> here. Drinking that, you know, oh, it, was, it goes back to what I call... It was a e. 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 single barrel, Okay, which is a 100-proofer, 
But when we added just a touch of water to it, it immediately got better than um, the small batch that we opened had. all those. Oh, it was up. crazy because yeah, I, I it's insane. Well, and I've only had one single barrel, and I was never a big fan that, of it. That's the beauty of, of bourbon here. Yeah, you know, everybody know. says you can drink it as you want. And we do a lot of neat tastings, well, but you know, there's a whole world to just adding a touch of water or sure. an ice cube. But think it opens about up this a lot too. of things. E. H. Taylor is you know, most of their stuff they do, except for the barrel proof and all that stuff, is a hundred proof. Mm-hmm. Because he is the guy who ushered in the bottled and bond act and all that stuff. So they, they put everything for the most part at a hundred proof. Single barrels, they put it down to a hundred proof, but that may not be its best taste profile right that batch it might be 98.5 or it might be 97 and just that little amount of water that you can add to a bourbon can change it tremendously because the the way the water attaches to the you know the chemically the I, chemicals uh, yeah and the way the it actually attaches to the yeah the bourbon yeah and it just is so quickly willing to attach to that uh you know to those uh i don't want to say bond but uh you know because bottled and bond but basically the way it just changes that chemical construct of the of the bourbon it's amazing how quickly it it changes Mm -hmm. so you've already poured your age 12 years is that what you did tyler yeah we're about to do a uh millennium falcon of proof or proofs i don't know what the fuck that means you're going plaid like in space balls? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're going we had a, we we're had going a reference down. to that last week. We're going week. the opposite direction. Yeah. So, so what, what's the millenn- last, last what do you week? What mean by what Millennium is- Falcon? What do you mean by that? Roller coaster. That, that makes no sense. Well, last ahead. week we had a Mel Brooks reference. And we, we were did. talking about space balls. And, uh, we did. Up, 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 up. But that's what? Millennium Falcon? Yeah. That was kind of out of left I, field. I don't remember it being a roller coaster. It was a spaceship. It's a pretty badass spaceship. Yeah, but I don't remember doing Straight what forward. he did. Force, not Falcon. There you Millennium go. Millennium Force, so that's a point. great. I was talking Cedar Point. That was a Tylerism. That was definitely a Tylerism. <laughs> yeah. So have, you, have you heard the new shirt that we've designed for Tyler? The guy from uh, uh, Old Line Spirits helped us come up with this shirt. Uh, it's often wrong, never in doubt. Never yeah. end. I've got it sitting upstairs on the on the chair. I've got to send it out to him. I I keep saying I'm going to send it out. I just have not sent it out to him. Yeah. Often wrong, never end out. Yeah. Great, great shirt. That's the new Tyler shirt. No, just it loud needs and to wrong. be. It, well, loud and wrong is good, but often often wrong, never in doubt, because you are always so sure of what you're saying. Well, I think I'm that only, is a great. I- I'm only so sure of a lot of our conversations but you're, because, but, because you're from Ohio and Ohioans have such a skewed, wrong. But you realize but that I'm so very, sure very, very well traveled. You are right? well traveled, but you still <laughs> both of us are in Ohio and Ohioans. I mean, I lived in England. I was a bartender in England. I mean, like for like for like five months, six. But yeah. fair enough. <laughs> Don't short me like you short your wife, yeah. Tyler. All right, age 12 years. Have you poured 12 years yet? Negative. Have you ever had it? No. So we're going back in time, as as you mentioned. This is uh, 96.6 proof. Yeah, I remember not liking this that much. Yeah, last week I was talking about Huey Lewis and the news. Yeah, yeah. Back in time. Are you a golfer? I'm, I'm assuming you are. Or you like you at least enjoy golf? I like to golf? think I am. I'm really I mean, not. we all like to think we are. Right. You know what we need to do? We need to do a Bourbon, bourbon Hunters. Hunters episode so, at Top Golf. 
Yeah, oh absolutely. Oh my gosh! Top golf. Wow, that would actually be a fantastic place to do it. Yeah, it would because you 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 hit and you come back and you talk and yes. and we continue the conversation. A hundred percent. Let's do that soon. Let's do that soon. Like soon. that sounds like a wonderful. Let's, idea. let's do that soon. Yes. Wonderful idea. I think if we had Top Golf in the title, I think that would be insane. Yeah. Oh yeah, because we we'd just oh that'd be fun. Right, be, right, right now it's, it's twenty eight degrees Jeff overcast. Sure. But they, have the heaters, they have the heaters over you. It's fun. Yeah. It's still good in the top. It is. Ball. It is very very warm. It's comfortable, it? okay. even though it's cold outside. You can do it all. I was going to suggest a Memorial Tournament special edition. That's coming like up soon. That. Let's do that. Yeah. What is the last? I feel like you've done. We have so already many, done daylight savings. Here's time. the thing. So my wife is going to Florida. That I'm like, why don't you do these anymore? Like what? And, and now speaking you don't of, have. Speaking of young kids, no, no, no. Go like ahead. Going to the memorial. Let's go to the memorial. I'll go to the memorial yeah. with you. I'll go to Applebee's with you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm a Chili's guy, but you know we're supposed to get the you same. You know what movie that was from? No. I'd I'd go to Applebee's with you. No. You don't know what that's from? Over my head. Couples retreat. Holy shit, that's a great movie. Oh, so it doesn't outage me. And it's not even of the movie. I just didn't Vince Vaughn, Jean Favreau back together again from Swingers. Holy shit. And the the breakup, I think, with Jennifer Anderson, they were in that movie together. Kind of. Jean Favreau was the actual bartender in that. Who? Jean Favreau. Okay. Jean Favreau. Jean Favreau. Jean Favreau. Jean Paul. Jean Paul. All right, age 12 years. Let's, Let's nose this. So we're not talking Dom Perignon here at the, uh, the Dude's accent. got some pizza now all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh. The, the yeah. fucking clock has started, guys. I got yeah. pizza upstairs. What kind of pizza? Donato's, your favorite. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Donato's. That's so good. Fucking Ohio trash. It's fucking <laughs> No, trash. it's delicious. That St. Louis-style pizza, you don't like it? No, it's trash. <laughs> He's a Detroit pizza guy. Jots all <sighs> Jets is, okay. Jets I thought you said okay. Little Caesars, by no, the way. No, no, Little no. Caesars. That was the hot and ready shit. That that's the hot and ready thing. That's no, what we call the hot and sleazies. Hot and sleazies. Don't, don't, <laughs> they, they, don't they come from Detroit, by the way? They are. Yeah, Little Caesars? So. They yeah. are. They but, are. That's why it's trash. In, in college, it's trash. Yeah. Absolutely. College, Absolute trash. Mm-hmm. Anything from Michigan pizza-wise is no, trash. No. More than just pizza. Jets, Domino's. Uh, all that shit, it's all trash. Their football Domino's teams are trash. Is, is trash. It's trash. For the record. It's bad. Football, basketball, ice hockey, yeah, all of them. All trash. 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 100% trash. Hockey, they're... Head coaches, assistant coaches, trash. They're the coaches, worst trash. hockey. <laughs> Tyler's giving his face. is like, but you're a Michigan, you're a Michigan no State fan. Sonny, Sonny Milano, by the way. Hey, he, former Blue Jacket. Hey, he's a Michigan State fan, by the, by yeah. the way. Not a good. Oh, good. A Lansing yeah. guy. We can right. kind of be friends, yeah, right? Can, That's we, why he's on no, the show. No, it's not kind of. We but can hey, oh, where, yeah. where, ask him where his favorite liquor store is located. It's in Ann Arbor. Motherfucker. So Tom, I was say, Tom is a no. Tom, Tom Izzo. I was going to say Tom Izzo. Izzo's uh, hookup spot, but. Nope. Yeah, he he, I don't down. think he goes Tom to Ann Arbor to buy his liquor. I don't no, think no, no way. Ann Arbor's a fucking whore. It's a dump. He didn't even nose it. We're talking about Michigan. He just, he right just into yeah. it. it had such a, a muted nose, and maybe it's because we're on. It four. is muted. You're right, but it is. So you're on four. Are. We're on you like get, we're on get, nine. So well, <laughs> yeah. So as you as behind you the have cur- this behind the curtain again, um, it's definitely more oaky. It's def- you, you definitely get mm. the age on the taste, right? Yes. But what's wow. crazy for you know what? years? I actually like this more than I remember liking same, it. Same, same. But, and I think for 
you know what's crazy is for the age of this, the proof actually might be okay. Yeah. No, I, I so here's the thing with me about very ultra it's not very dark for twelve years. Ultra though. age. No. Well, it's the not. reason why it's not very dark is probably because they proofed it down to ninety six proof. Right. So ultra aged bourbon to me can go two ways, and and I think Elijah Craig eighteen is a is a perfect example of this. Yeah. I know Jason from the Mash and Drum. This is where he and I kind of disagree about Elijah Craig 18. He thinks it's trash. He he wants it to be a higher proof. He wants it to be a little bit more than I think. What is what is Elijah Craig 18? Is it 80, it's like 80 proof or something or 90 proof? It's, it's low. fucking it's, it's low. Super low. Like but here's here's my thinking about that. Two reasons economically, the yeah. barrel's going to be almost empty at 18 years, right? and it's share. and it's a single it's a single barrel. Man, so, angels are thirsty, aren't they? They are. I'm fucking Those thirsty, fucking so angels have to be really thirsty. I mean, they're just sitting up there <laughs> for an eternity. But that barrel's pretty empty after 18 years. Right. So they have to water that down to make something out of that, right? To make it economical from a bottling perspective. If you do a barrel proof at 18 years, you're not going to get but maybe... 80 bottles, maybe 100, yeah. maybe 100 if you're lucky. Yeah. So I get the proofing down portion of it. But here's the other thing about the proofing down portion of it is I think that it removes the excess wood flavor. 100% agree. And and so that's the other part it's of it. It's not going to stand out as much. The wood's not going to – because you're going to water it down a little bit and the wood's not going to be nearly as yeah. much of a, a frontline you know, player in the taste and stuff like that. And I think that that's, I think that's important because – for me, wood is not – it shouldn't be the forefront. It should be – There's a lot of people that have secondary. something older yeah. that are like, oh, just – I love that oaky flavor. I'm and like, that's fine. And that's, well, that's, that's fine. what I was that's talking fine. about last people, week with the cowboy whiskeys. Yeah. You know, it's kind of upfront in your face. But that's, but that's the thing Crash. about the cowboy whiskeys is you're talking Texas probably, right? Mm -hmm. To me – those are so hot. What I mean by hot oh, is – such a tiny – Touch the hiney. Temperature-wise, down in Texas, it's always in interaction with the oak, with the mm -hmm. wood. In in Kentucky, you've got the, you know, the uh, ins, the outs, because it gets cold, it gets warm, it gets cold, it gets warm. In Texas, that never happens. Weather patterns. So so. What happens in Texas is you skip the oxidation, but you get the maturation from the wood quickly. Mm -hmm. So you don't get the oxidation as fast. Uh, you know, you don't get the oxidation that a that an 18-year-old bourbon or a 12-year-old bourbon is going to get in Kentucky, but the color of it after five or six years is brown. Mm -hmm. It's dark because of its interaction with the wood is constant because of the heat. And I so it gets that oak maturation quickly, but it doesn't get the oxidation maturation as quickly. So I feel like you're getting half of the uh, you're getting half the equation. And there's a huge kind of interesting point there like when i'm looking at the bottle lineup here the age 12 year it's not as dark as what you're looking at but with it's the single also, barrel or the bottle the and bond proof. it's the least proof it's the least proof so that's part of it but you, you assume like the longer the aging process the darker it's gonna be because it's soaking up it more of those is, wood characteristics but they're adding water to it to proof it down so right. it's going to it's going to lighten it up a little is bit. that an economics thing i mean you're just well, trying to pump more of that out there after 12 years you're going to have because the angel share, angel share so and, they want to get as many bottles as they can to right it. so they proof it down to a place it's, it's just a, a really interesting talking point here. No, and I, and here's the thing. I've only seen one bottle of age 12 years, and that's yours. 
I don't know if it's different proof every time or year to year or whatever or barrel to barrel or however they batch it. Um, but that's going to be a part of it. Do they proof it down to a point where they think it tastes good and it's not too oaky or whatever? I don't know. That's the part I don't know. I don't, I don't know about the, the 1792 so to the, uh, yeah, Right. So the question is, is the master's distiller involved? Mm, is he yeah. looking for a specific taste profile? Right. Or is there a Jackie's I can behind the scenes that's a master taster that's looking for a certain taste? Yeah, yeah I don't know. What else do you get on the, uh, the tongue with this? To be honest. I, I, I get a lot of cooking spices. I, I did. The baking spices I got. Okay. It was just a... To me, it was a combination of a lot of uh, flavors that were very, very unspecific or ambiguous. Yes. So, um, the, so there was agree. It, yeah, it's much better than I remember. It being. Me too. I 100% agree with that. Here's the thing. So, hmm. one thing I love about Old Forester, for example, Signature 100, you immediately taste banana. You taste you know all that stuff right out of the gates. With this one, there were just so many ambiguous flavors. Yeah. There's a complexity there, but it's that's, almost like a complexity you can't put your finger on. That's right. That's what this, that's what this, uh, sorry. No, this, dude, whole, this whole nail lineup. Nail on the head right there. This whole lineup, you're like, this is good, but there's nothing about the brand that like sticks out that is like, Boom, amazing. this is what I'm going to get There's, every single right. time. There's not an amazing and, yes. jump out at you. Out of, yeah, no, I agree with that. Like, there's but, a lot it's of all, stuff but it's that solid. We've had. Yeah, it's, it's solid. There's a lot of stuff that we've oh, it's a great tried that we're like, there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's okay. These are all good, for sure. But, but there's yeah, I'd say they're all better than average. Yes. But like you said, there there's not a single one of these that has, a, that has like this crazy jump out at you. Um, flavor to it. Now, I think the sweet wheat is the one place where we're going to see an exception to that. Mm-hmm. Yes. That we're pouring next. And and you, have you said you don't really enjoy it that much? In the past, I've not enjoyed the sweet wheat as much as I, as everyone has made a big, you know, they, they, they clamor about this. Like, sure. people go after the sweet wheat like it's going out have of style. Had, have you had it? I'm raising my hand. I have a lot of these. You have a home. lot of them? How many of them do you have? Three. <laughs> so, is, I, I so just it's your own. I am a, right? I am a drinker. Left. No, I right? just finished my other one to open this one. Right. You have you had two. This is yes. your last bottle, right? Yeah. Britain Heath had one, or if not two, I gave them one. But I remember them going like nuts about this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So a lot of people go nuts for this, and I'm a wheat guy. Uh, I me love too. The wheat of bourbon. I like wheat of bourbons too. You you know why? This is ninety one point two proof. You know, so this honestly, is the, this I kind of hate. Proof of all of them. I kind of hate admitting that because a lot of people Why? will assume, or, you know, assume Pappy wheat, you know, weeded Wellers. Yeah, but you know, you a know lot what? of people are hard to come across. Weller, beers. Pappy, Makers, Rebel. I'm a big Makers guy. Do you like I'm Rebel? An, I'm a, How did you like that Rebel we started off with tonight? The Rebel Ten. Delicious. Right? Or yeah, I should balanced. say, I should say, well balanced. Last week. Well balanced. <laughs> it was well balanced. No, I I love the Rebel Tin. Yeah. I know it's not know technically their distillate. I think so it I think it comes from your Big Lux Road. From my from my opinion of Weeders, it gives an opportunity for well balanced. You could yeah. have like a quick I agree. finish. 
you can have a long finish. The problem with but it's soft up front. Usually, yeah, yeah I, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And the thing about wheat, any type of wheat bourbon is it takes a little bit longer for it to mature mm-hmm. versus rye, for yeah. example. Um, rye whiskeys, rye bourbons all generally mature a little bit faster. Weeded whiskeys, weeded bourbons take a little bit longer to mature. So, so I get, you know, like speed to market. Sometimes you get some, uh, you know, un, uh, aged or, uh, youthful wheats. And I, I just don't think that they necessarily, uh, you know, give a lot of, um, what's the, what's the phrase I'm thinking of? They don't, they don't give a lot of credit to what wheat can be. Mm. When you let wheat age and you let wheat, um, you know, do its thing a little bit longer than what a rye would do. You know, if you're doing a five year rye, I would say you need to probably be like a six to eight year wheat to be equivalent Sure. As far as the maturation and the complexity and things like that, for it to for it to mature, just because rye is more kind of a of a harsh well, it grain, it just matures quicker for whatever reason. Uh, yeah. You know, in a whiskey, and wheat does not, it's and a it softer, just, it's softer, right? Grain. And it takes a little bit longer for those uh, flavor profiles to just kind of bloom and blossom and and become something inside of a, uh, a barrel. Let's let's nose this wheat. What do you think about this sweet wheat? So we've got the sweet wheat, seventeen ninety two. This is the lowest proof of all of these. I yeah. th- what did we say? Was it That's a nine- what I'm saying it's it's the was millennium it 90, was it ninety one? Ninety one point ninety one point two. And then we're going right back. Yeah, down. we probably should have done this earlier, but it is a different profile. So. It's uh it's a little n- Ooh. It's From very, no- it's, the it's nose nutty. is sweet and nutty. Yes. So I've always said, if you want banana nut bread in oh, a fucking bottle, oh, banana nut bread—that's a great banana nut bread in a bottle. It's sweet wheat, seventeen ninety-two. This is—you're right, banana nut bread. That's great. That's from a, a nose perspective. That's holy shit. Yeah. That's one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. We both agree. What I'm going to say next. Oh. I'm glad. But, <laughs> I, I'm glad I get to sleep. Uh-oh. I'm glad I get to sleep in tomorrow because we've done two episodes tonight, and this you is sleep in. You normally have like a six a.m. or Wednesday is the one day I don't I'm coach sleeping. six a.m. Nice. Sleeping in too. Um, hey, I... are you the big spoon tonight, or am I the big spoon? <laughs> Uh, I don't go know. to go to little the, little spoon the, has some go good to the, right. There's the security good. of being yeah. the little spoon, but then there's also yeah. yeah. You can fart on the other person, right? Yeah, they, yeah. They, we, they were, to, we were talking it. about sharding in last week's episode. <laughs> a little bit Shard of security stories. on the little spoon. Was that last week's episode or is that this week's episode? Because <laughs> yeah. I think it was with Tyler. I think it was short yeah. stories. <laughs> so I think it was this week's episode. I shit the bed it, again. I again. again? Oh, Wait, man. hold on. Again, oh, from again? the last time you talked about some it? Yes, did you did you hear the last episode where he shit the bed? Yeah, it's been three or four episodes. I'm kind of yeah. disgusted, but I need I need I need so, more. I need yes. more. I, I came home from the hospital with with the baby. <laughs> oh, so it's recent. It's recent. Oh my it's god! Like, it's like I don't know, three four days ago now. <laughs> Why didn't you text this to us? Embarrassed? Oh, I just, now I, I really I just figured that it would wait for the podcast. Okay, fair enough. Go ahead. So. <laughs> So I I got hit with not really like a stomach flu, yeah, Ooh. because the only thing that happened was diarrhea, and it wasn't it wasn't like 
It wasn't anything besides I literally was on the toilet every 10 minutes. Side note. For the entire day. A lot of these uh, Pepto-Bismol, by the way, the commercials they're running these days, they got random people that got to sing sing the word diarrhea. Yes. Like, how do you sing that straight face? Hey, like, it, takes, it takes many di- takes. It takes many takes. They gotta sing it. <laughs> diarrhea. 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 <laughs> yeah, they gotta, they gotta sing that straight face. You know what face. they need is the guy that's They're trying to their, match pitch. They need to, they need to have the guy putting their finger to their ear like they're listening to the... Right. They di- got hit Diarrhea. diarrhea. <laughs> like Spinal Tap. You know, Spinal Tap yes. when the guy... He puts his finger to his ear, even though there's no earpiece in, and he's and he's singing. <laughs> Diarrhea. If you've never seen Spinal Tap, you haven't seen yes. Spinal Tap, have you? It's just one more. Have you seen what? it, or are you yes. just quoting it? No, I've seen it. You've seen Spinal okay. Tap. I don't. I don't know. But you know the know you know the scene where they're in the when they're when they're in the uh, uh, the sound rehearsal, the sound. Check. And he's just putting his finger to his ear. And he's, but there's nothing in his ear, and he's like holding his, yes. <laughs> and he's doing like a, almost like a, you know, singing to hear whatever. Do you want to hear the story? Or what? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do, I do. So, so Jillian's obviously like, you know, we have a newborn. Tyler's just on the toilet every ten minutes, like including overnight. Like, <laughs> and so she's like, you, you gotta, you gotta be on the couch. So obviously, I, I didn't want to, you know, be sick. And I didn't want to risk anyone in the house else getting sick with a newborn, you know. So I went downstairs and slept on the shitty couch in the basement. <laughs> Literally the shitty couch. Yeah. And so the last time I shit myself sleeping, like I was deathly fucking sick. And I was not deathly sick this time. Like I was deathly sick. And this time I just just had diarrhea, and the last time I trusted a fart in the middle of my sleep, like half a trust, little, like that's your first mistake. Trusted a fart. That's your first mistake. Oh shit! Trusted a so, fart. Yes, exactly. Trusted yeah. a fart in the middle of my sleep after Ugh. being sick. In the no middle good. of your sleep, I've never been there, done I don't that. Know that. I've ever trusted. Oh yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And shit yes. your pants. Been there, done that. And shit yes. your pants. Yes. Oh, yes. Don't, don't do it. So, oh, so don't, so, don't do so it. So this, so this time, like it literally just came out of my body, not like enough to Where it didn't did get it, out of my couch. How did that happen last time? Did it come out of someone else's body? No, like, like it just what? like I farted and it was just like, oh, that's shit. Side note. <laughs> so, so this time it literally just exited my body. It so literally, it, I didn't fart. I didn't try it just to fart. Poured out. It just came out of me. <laughs> oh, wow. And I was like, I immediately woke up. Oh my god. I immediately woke up and was like, with I, the headset I had, in I had my head. And this might oh. have to be the cold and, opener, and I might have to skip. This and I didn't get <laughs> any. I didn't skip get all the golf else. Right. This. This is the opener. Like there was not on the couch or anything. It was it's just in my underwear, and I I shit myself. <laughs> and then wow. twice in one night, I so I, I we're on the, the couch room. and we're Hold shitting on. ourselves. Was I, it all was it all liquid? Yes, like oh. it's it's not even. Oh god! I've been so, shitting so, so much that it's up. literally just water, oh. and it's just pouring out. It's of just here. water. Oh my god! It's just water. Oh my god! Um, he's like, I'm gonna. <laughs> he's got to piss again. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the so, fourth time that's yeah. It's okay. I haven't gotten up yet. Hey. I think so, it's the third. So I, I literally, so then I go put, you know, go back into my room, grab underwear, go back downstairs. Same thing again, middle of the night. So you did it twice in the same twice night? Twice in the same night. Oh my God. 
twice in the same night. I sh- I've shit myself more times this year than I have in my entire life outside of being an infant. Oh my god, that's great. I, I've you're burying, we've talked about this before. No, but you're burying the lead. Like, you're burying the lead. This should have been the beginning of the episode. I know, I know. Oh my god, this I've, is hilarious. I've never shit myself <laughs> and in the last three months I've shit myself three times. <laughs> Seriously. That's hilarious. And the, the best part about it is the last time I was sick, like I trusted a fart and oh, I was like, God. It, but that was you, funny you, because <laughs> I, it was, I stayed in the bed. It was right. ripping everywhere as I was running. <laughs> this time, this time it just leaked out of me. It just, it just like, like I have a, I'm fat and <laughs> my, my, my orifices my orifices could not keep it in. Oh my god! <laughs> my orifices could not keep it in. Oh, I'm sweating right now from from laughing. Yeah. Oh my god. This was a good one. I I'm so upset. Brett didn't say for this. Banks is laughing too. Yes. Oh my god! You missed it. He yeah. just admitted he was fat, well, and it's it just came out of his. It just leapt out of him. He said yes. Uh, like it a, was like a demon. Yeah, it just oh, had to just, release itself. Yeah. Oh, shit. It was just like, I, I woke up and I was like, <laughs> this was after, I got after I Theo was born? Yeah, this was like <laughs> a couple of days ago. This was like Saturday or Sunday. Oh, my you. God. Oh, fuck. I'm laughing so hard right now. This is hilarious. <laughs> so, I just told him he buried the lead. This should have been the opener of the episode. Uh, what the hell? We got a let's, lot of openers here. Let's, uh, let's taste this. <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, have we to, not tasted this yet? That's a bourbon. All right. Sweet. Uh, Banks, you're back in the room, buddy. So yeah. if you thought that the nose on this She hasn't like, put her paw on me yet, he. so I'm not full of shit quite yet. He. He's coming over to you right now. Oh, he. I'm sorry. He. That's all right. He's like, well, but he's he's sniffing the makers. Yeah, well, he likes bourbon. Last week. He likes bourbon. He's a big yeah, fan. He's good. a big fan. That was our primer. This this on the palate is even more. You drank it already. Yeah, it's so, even more. Nose wise, I think it's outstanding. It, the the wheat side of things really jumps out at you. Um, the softer nodes. Yeah, the, it's the, a softer nose, but it's sweet. Mm-hmm. It's got a nice, appealing, uh, you know, nose inviting to it. Inviting, kind of. You inviting, know, that's like a good word, yeah. yeah. Good if this word. is one of the very first bourbons you've ever had, you'd be like, I, this is the only thing I'm going to ever drink. Oh, yeah. You can definitely taste the wheat on the palate. I feel sorry for you if that was the only thing. No, like you know, if, that's if, so inclusive. No, no, so, no but if, he's, if this is if one of the, the first, first thing you, you ever tasted, if, if this is like most it would, people it would, get it would bring you into bourbon. A Woodford, a that's a very hot topic, by the way. You both lit up. Yeah. So, no, we like, listen. We're gonna fight. So <laughs> the first thing that you typically, as a bullet makers, uh, Woodford, mm-hmm. any of those, those are your first introduction. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, me for me. Yeah. Was, yeah, me. Absolutely. So if someone gave you this, you'd be like, it, again, it's a it's a weeder, so it's that same category, but it's, it's soft. It's soft. Smells sweet. good. It's, it's yeah. not a flavor. There's no offensiveness to it. It's, exactly. it's very right. easy. Not to drink. very strong. It's not going to intimidate the weed, you. But there's, but there's a lot of flavor. But us, there too. but it's so yeah. So those of us who are familiar with bourbons, the wheat makes itself presence present on the tongue. As soon as you taste it, it there's a sweetness on the front, but then immediately in the middle of the tongue, the wheat becomes completely evident and it's like oh 
the wheat's there. It's yeah. right there. And if you're a weeder fan, this is nice. This is this is really really nice. This and is it, banana That's why I have three bottles man. of them. I would say that I don't like this as much as the Maker's Mark uh, from last week from the the the. Yeah. Wood finishing series, but right. I will say that this is a nice, easy, like you said, more of like an entry, maybe an entry bourbon to people. But, Perfect. But the problem Nail is, ahead. this Perfect. is a dessert. But bourbon. the problem what, what is, what he just described there. Perfect. But the Chef's problem is, the sweet wheat's expensive as shit, so it would never be considered. Is it? You'd never. Yeah, it is. So, secondary so was. Wow. Secondary, it's still. What did you pay for it? Do you remember? I picked my two off the shelf. Um, I think in I was Ohio? in Kentucky. No, oh, I, I think I was say, in Kentucky around the Cincinnati airport. Um, I think they are forty six ninety nine. See, for that what? price, That's I could forty nine. Right, I, I for that price, for I could see that can be. They were not secondary value. Yeah, I can see that being completely introductory now, bourbon. A, you know, prices at that price point. This is beyond like for sure. phenomenal. Yeah, hundred percent. Great. I, I think I got this great. for eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I think and that's I probably because it's such a hard would, to come by. Exactly, I would happy. I pay seventy eighty. Twelve year, this, yeah. I think I traded um, a Weller Antique for that. That's a harder to come by. Believe it or not, from my experience, and I live here in Central Ohio, sweet wheat is easier to come by than the age yes. twelve year. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, I would agree with that too. I've I've never seen the twelve year now, but I've seen the sweet wheat from time to time. Yeah, right. Now I have very sparse time. To it time. is, but the, more so than the twelve. The year. rye and the port finish, I've never had. I've never seen the port, and finish. those have been like astronomically higher. Mm-hmm. The high rye and the port finish. I've I've never seen the port finish. I've never seen the high rye. I've been priced out of it. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to experience. I don't. Yes. You're, especially you're, for this. You're like good point. You're like That's knowing the point. profile. Knowing the profile, you're like. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Secondary. Not bullshit. a not a knock on seventeen ninety two. No, 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 not, not a knock all. on Sazerac. I mean, they're a great distillery. They make great products. So. No, you're right. But for but the secondary value, yes. I just don't need to. Nothing jumps that. out at you at an you know uh, for yeah. enough to give Sazerac plenty yeah. of credit. I mean, 100%. this is a great lineup. A great no, it product. is. I love seventeen ninety two, but it's not. A secondary, secondary product. Yeah. It's not a secondary Absolutely. product, in my opinion. And that, I think that's the best way to describe Absolutely. it. It's not a secondary product. Yeah. No. It's a off-the-shelf product. Every one of their offerings should be off-the-shelf. Well, especially when you look at that 12-year, you're like, that's a that's a good 12-year. That's, well, well that's think about this. Interesting compare it, well, compare we it talk- to Weller 12-proof. What do you think about that? Oh, well, Wait, well, hold, I, up, no, hold I, up. Weller 12? 12-year? 12 12 12 no, 12 12-year yeah, 1792 and 12-year Weller. What do you think? I mean... I fucking very so, much think that Weller 12 is I know the they're most not overrated bourbon fair. of all fucking time. However, yes, however, yes, however, yes, however, yes. however, yes. however, what's Weller... What is Weller 12-proof cost MSRP? It's like oh, 30 bucks, yeah. What is, what is age 12-year 1792 cost? That MSRP. I don't, I don't that know. Probably fifty or <laughs> sixty, right? Fifty or sixty, probably yeah. right. Maybe. I know one's a rye based and one's a wheat based, but I mean, true confession. I uh, so the secondary value on the Weller twelve proof. All Weller. Way up there. I'm all sorry, I shouldn't say twelve. All Weller. Twelve year. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. All Weller, but way Weller up 12 there. Is- I was disappointed. 
I love the Weller Foolproof much more than the 12 We had the Weller 12 year last a couple it's weeks smooth. ago. It's incredibly it's, smooth. We had the Weller 12 year a couple years ago, and it was actually, or a couple weeks ago, it was actually really good, but it's just not worth it. For the whatever, second round, second round, yeah. Like, no. pair it with. Anything else? Like you yeah, put it in a lineup. It immediately like, shows like, itself. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Right. No, I get that. It's just All right. Let's let's wrap this up. What do you guys think of this lineup? It's just again, it's really good. Rate but, him. Rate him. So Well I'll let you I go pers- first. so if I had to rate this lineup. Foolproof and bottled and bond were probably my one and two. Bottled and bond is gonna be number one. Okay. The sweet wheat's always going to have a. It's different enough that it's it jumps it, out. And and I banana nut bread is like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, so a, that's a good fun. description. It's such a it's such a good. Where do fig- you get where do you get that on the nose? Which one? What the the sweet wheat? But I get it on the nose and the palate in the sweet wheat. I don't get it on the palate, but I get I get it on the nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the sweet wheat, I do not get banana nut bread on the palate. I definitely get it on the nose. I a hundred percent agree with you on that. I did not get it on the palate though. But what if you had to read if you had to rate these MSRP not secondary? What how would you rate these? So I I would still go bottle and bond is my favorite. Okay. Um, I I would then go sweet wheat because I, I again I still sure. love that. No, that's um, good. I understand. I really understand why people would not want that. But again, I really like it. Then I would go foolproof. Then I would go 12, and then I would go single barrel. I'm 100% in agreement with you, except for I would go bottled and bond, foolproof, sweet wheat. So I'll flip Mm. those two back and forth. Interesting. So foolproof would be ahead of my sweet wheat, then 12-year and single uh, barrel. And the 12-year for being second to last is still really good. No, they're all good. They're all good. Like you said, MSRP, you can't go wrong with any of these. Yes. Right. MSRP. What do you think, Chris? What do you? you how would you rate these? You know, secondary values—they really weigh into this. They do, but I. You gotta, but, you but gotta ignore disregard that. that. Yeah, yeah you disregard, disregard it. it. MSRP. How that you, that foolproof—it was such a good experience. The the smell, yeah. the taste, yeah. the rolling off the tongue, the the dragon. Is that, that your we number one? About? Then? Yeah. So the that's your number one. Yeah. Tyler which and I was a bottom bond. Which is interesting. I will caveat that. I'm not a foolproof guy. Sure. I mentioned last mentioned week that, that yeah, 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 I'm not a cowboy whiskey kind of guy. I'm not like a foolproof, give me the fire, give yeah, me yeah. the heat kind of guy. That foolproof, really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it surprised me at 125 proof. I didn't think it was that high. No, actually. it kind of punches lower. It does. Than what it I agree advertises. with that completely. It's yeah. not 125, like 125 so proof. What's your next one of the? The sweet wheat. Sweet wheat. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. So what was your third? Age 12. Okay. 12 year. Then? Bottle and bond. And then, Okay. Yep. So your bottle and bond was a little lower than what Tyler and I's was. But yep. for the most part, I think But our top four were very, very similar. I would say the bottle and bond, I don't want to treat that as like a fourth out of the fifth. It's no, so I know. great. I know what you it's mean. It's so really no, good. No, no, no. But to I'm be just, honest- I'm a big weeder guy. It makes sense. Yeah. I think all that makes sense. And we're all very, very similar. The bottle and bond was the one- Tyler and I put a up wild front. card, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think we all agree. Seventeen ninety two, it's it's really good. Probably not worth secondaries, but definitely, definitely worth shelf prices. MSRP prices. Sure. Definitely, probably. Oh yeah, probably. Definitely, probably. Definitely, probably. Yeah, probably, probably. Definitely. probably definitely. Definitely. Yeah, you yeah. you definitely uh, probably got that right. 
Uh, so <laughs> I think, uh, but honestly, I, I think for MSRPs, 1792s are where it's at. I, I think yeah. that's, they're all valued appropriately for their MSRP. Some of their secondaries are completely absurd. But uh, mm-hmm. for what they're supposed to be bottled and priced at, I think they're all good. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, let's uh, wrap this up so you yeah. can go have your flatbread. I'm going to go up there and have my St. Louis-style pizza that you don't like that's mm. going to give you the shits the next your, day. Your, make you your shit flatbread your, make with you shit your pants 7,000 pepperoni on it. God, I cannot believe you shit your pants again. That is awesome. I'm so Short excited story. about that story. Yeah. We, need to start, sleep, just- we need to start doing like once a month a short story. You just yeah. did the farts. Right. Shark he stories hates. and so, top on. golf. So Banks hates fart noises. He just did that noise, and Banks got up and started walking out. Yep. He's like, I'm out. Watch, 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 watch. I hate doing this, but watch. <laughs> he hates poor, it. Poor guy. He's, <laughs> he's a like, torn ACL. Poor guy has a torn ACL, and he ran faster than he had. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're right. Absolutely. That was a great He's like, I, how do point. I get upstairs? How do I get upstairs? <laughs> this, it's, this, Put the ball up there. He's, like, he's, oh my he's gosh. there going, this thing's going sideways. <laughs> how do I get out of here? <laughs> Oh, did you see him put him goodness. in a room with farts? Just, he, he hightailed it, did he, like, not? Like, did he not? How is this not a highlight on the St. Patty's episode? Wow. Oh, too shit. many farts. Too All many right. farts. Gotta go. Yep, too many. <laughs> on that note, guys, thanks for joining in. Check us next week when we do who knows what. But uh, I think Virgil Cain's next week because they postponed. So, uh, nice. we'll see you yeah, yeah. Have a, week- have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you later. Thank you for joining in for yet another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a good rating on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you are listening. It definitely helps us to get great guests on our show. And follow us on Instagram and the Facebooks to keep up to date with what is in our glass. As always, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon. Bourbon.